0: Welcome back to the Goodbye July podcast. I'm glad you're here because I would like to begin by asking you a question. And that question is this. What have you been up to lately? Such a normal, common, and frankly unspecial question. In many cases, we ask this question to our friends, neighbors, and acquaintances purely out of politeness or habit, not really caring about the answer, and oftentimes forgetting that answer within a few hours, if not minutes, of the conversation. But I actually want to know, what have you been up to lately? And specifically, why? Let me explain. Typically, the answer to this question is something like, oh, not much, just work. But let's go deeper. Why are you working and what are you working on? What is the deeper goal? Is it, like for many of us, for the money? Or maybe you want the status, respect, and financial gain that come with a promotion. Or maybe you're working because it's your passion. Whatever it is, beyond the actual thing that you've been doing lately, you have some sort of a goal attached to it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be spending time on it. Well, today, I want to talk about something relating to those goals, which is five habits of highly successful people. And for this episode, we're defining success as your ability to reach the goals you've set. Whether that's a certain level of wealth, a title at work, or a type of lifestyle, that's besides the point. The point is, you have goals. Are you reaching them? Whether you feel good about your ability to hit your goals or not, you'll benefit from hearing the conversation that follows on 5 Habits of Highly Successful People. Let's jump in.
1: Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine to five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July Podcast.
0: If you're ready to build a solid financial strategy, it all begins with a financial dashboard, more commonly known as a budget, because you cannot be strategic with your money until you first know exactly what's coming in and what's going out regularly on an ongoing basis. And it's not a matter of creating a budget once. It's creating a budget that is repeatable, consistent, organized, proactive, and one that has helped others successfully hit their goal of creating multiple sources of income in their lives. And you better believe I have one that hits all the marks. It's the template I've used for more than 10 years, the one I use with all my private wealth clients, and the one that has been foundational to the creation of a seven-figure net worth, multiple six figures of passive income, and a five-figure debt payoff. After the initial setup, it's 90% rinse and repeat month after month, and the insight it provides you is insanely valuable. Consider it your North Star for making wise financial decisions and your treasure map that takes you from where you're at now to the exact life you want. Get your copy of my all-time favorite tool, the repeatable financial dashboard, plus a mini training to help you get set up at jessicatoller.com slash buildmybudget. It's so good, and I can't wait to see what you think. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. Before we begin, it's time for my two-minute segment, Expats in El Salvador, a behind-the-scenes look at our lives living abroad in Central America. This last week was honestly pretty standard. A big focus has been repairing one of our septic tanks, or really, I should say, building a new septic tank. So we've had a crew here working hard on that. One of our septic tanks apparently collapsed, which I'll spare you the details of how we figured that out. However, luckily our home here came with two, so we've been making do only using various water supplies that feed into the one that is okay. But it's been interesting because we've had to wait to begin this septic tank project for about four months, the reason being that they had to wait for rainy season to be over in order to start the project because otherwise... The sheer amount of nightly rain and the mud that comes with it, paired with all the digging and concrete work that they've been doing, it simply would not have been possible. This project and so many others remind me of two of the largest learnings I've had since living here, which are patience and adaptability. Whether it's due to the climate or the lack of infrastructure or something else, things tend to take longer here than they do back home in the States. And oftentimes, things are not as convenient. So you kind of learn to roll with the punches. The electricity goes off somewhat frequently. The water tanks don't fill due to a hole in the line of the street. The fan we bought has some part that's broken that's all but impossible to find here. But you know what? All these things I found incredibly inconvenient at first, and honestly sometimes still do. They help me to pause, take a breath, And think about what's truly important in life. I have my health. I have people I love who are also healthy. I have healthy pets. I have work that excites me. I have food, shelter, clean water, free time, a flexible schedule, friendship, insanely beautiful views, kind neighbors. And when an inconvenience shows up in my life and forces me to pause and reflect on all the great things that I do have... All of those other things that peeve me momentarily seem to evaporate because at the end of the day, they aren't what matter. They shut our street down for road work the day we had a vet appointment for one of our dogs and our water delivery was supposed to come that day. And since there's no other way out, we had to reschedule both. And it was yet another day that I got to think about all the things that I do have instead of what I don't. So with that, I hope you enjoyed this week's segment of Expats in El Salvador. All right, let's get into today's episode on five habits of highly successful people. Much of what I'm including in this episode comes from my observations of successful people I've had the privilege of spending time with, and one in particular comes to mind. He's the CEO of one of the world's largest real estate franchises, and we met him through a social networking group in Austin, and for a time, we were relatively close with him, his family, and friends. In the two or so year period that we all spent time together, I quietly observed him, and it's amazing what you can learn by simply watching someone who has skills you admire and would like to adopt. Much of what's included in this episode comes from my observation of this man who I came to respect, but it also comes from observing other executives throughout my corporate career and conversations with them, as well as one of Corey's high net worth clients. So, number one, first habit of highly successful people they're proactive. The highly successful people that I've met in my life do not avoid things they find difficult or inconvenient. Big goals are hard. If they weren't, everyone would be accomplishing them. So being proactive and not procrastinating when it comes to taking steps forward is simple but important. In the same vein, the successful people I've met also do not bury their heads in the sand when it comes to things going wrong. They address challenges or potential challenges head on, angling to get ahead of what could later become a large problem. Part of this proactivity I've noticed is that they make decisions relatively quickly and stick to them. They aren't wishy-washy or back and forth, but that's not to say they don't make decisions that aren't backed with data. They certainly don't move forward without the proper research. It's not like they're shutting their eyes and throwing a dart at the board hoping it hits. They use data and what information is available to make an educated choice, decide, and move forward. And then after some time, if it becomes apparent that choice wasn't the best, they change tack. They're not afraid to try things and quote unquote fail fast, which just means if they try something and see it's not working, they quickly change course. Dealing with roadblocks or problems that arise during your journey toward hitting your goals can not only slow you down, but can throw you off course entirely depending on what you're dealing with. So being proactive about addressing those things before they become huge issues that can stall you out or push you to quit may help you pull up what you're trying to work toward more successfully. Number two, they're organized. This one surprised me a bit, especially with our friend I mentioned before, because he was full of big, wild ideas that sometimes seemed to go this way and that. But when it came down to execution, it seemed like he had a framework for everything, I specifically remember an exercise he had Corey and I work through where he had us list our three, five, and 10-year goals and how we were going to progress toward each. And it's the same with the high net worth client that Corey's currently working with now. Despite all the projects this guy has going on, he has everything neatly organized in a spreadsheet. Processes, frameworks, organizers, checklists, and task sheets, these seem to be the secret weapons of the successful. And after thinking about it, it makes sense. Chances are your big goals are not simple. If they were, they would just be something that you did instead of something you felt like you had to work toward. So I imagine there are many moving pieces that make up each one. If you feel like being organized does not come naturally to you, you are not alone. Some of the world's most successful and intelligent people are wild dreamers. But you know what? They know that about themselves and therefore have processes in place and people who can help them stay organized, stay focused, and continue progressing toward their goals. And you can too. If you are not naturally organized, I would suggest first simply trying to be. Stop telling yourself you can't and just try. But if you try for a month or two and feel like you're still not progressing, find someone else who's good at it and learn from them. Number three. Highly successful people tend to have multiple sources of income. According to leaders.com, in a commentary article for CNBC, Rich Habits author Tim Corley shares that 65% of the 233 wealthy individuals surveyed had at least three income streams. Further, 45% had four income streams and 29% had five or more. Now, I want to add a comment here, which is this. Even if your goal does not align specifically with money, I think it's fair to say that people who produce high levels of wealth are oftentimes relatively good at hitting goals, at least compared to the general public. So I think we can learn a thing or two from them. And chances are having multiple sources of income can help you in one of two ways. First, simply having extra income or multiple sources of income can free up space in your mind, so you literally have more brain capacity to dedicate toward hitting your goals. It's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about financial wellness, not because of the money itself, but because having enough money can reduce stress, free up time, and empower you to think about and work on the things that matter most to you. Having multiple sources of income might mean that you don't need your job anymore, or at the very least, you don't rely so much on your job that it's all you think about. For example, once I started acquiring multiple sources of income, I still did a good job at work, but I no longer felt the insane pressure to perform. In fact, I think it made me an even better employee while also enabling me to pursue other goals at the same time. The second reason having multiple streams of income can help you reach your goals is simply because you can pay for more things that can help you do exactly that. Want a promotion? You can hire a career coach. Want to start a side hustle? Hire someone to help you. Want to grow your small business? Run some paid ads. And the last thing I'll say about this is that having multiple streams of income, in my opinion, also ties back to organization. Figuring out how to create your second income stream and your third and beyond, that in and of itself requires organization. But also, once the income streams begin to multiply, you have to be organized to be effective. You cannot be strategic if you don't know where everything is and what's going on with each. So, here you see organization come up again in the five habits of highly successful people. Number four. They surround themselves with other successful people. Look, I hate to admit it, but your mom was right. You are who you hang out with. And that reality stretches far beyond your high school years. It's a lifelong truth. And that's why it's not totally surprising to me that all of the successful people I've observed surround themselves with other successful people, other people who have perfected the art of setting and hitting their goals. And this goes far beyond the actual physical human beings you invite into your life because something else I've noticed is that many of these successful people are particular with who they invite into their minds. Authors, podcasters, musicians, news anchors. These successful people are strategic with what they fill their minds with and by whom. And it makes sense. The conversations you have with people in your life every day. The quote-unquote conversations you have with yourself as you absorb the words of the authors that you read or the podcasters and musicians you listen to or the television programs that you watch. All of these things affect your psyche. There are only so many hours in each day and only so much space in your brain that you can fill. So the conversations you have with others and with yourself throughout the day have a huge effect on how you behave, what you focus on, and your perception of the world. Think about it. If you spend all your time around a bunch of people who lay around on the couch all day watching quote-unquote reality TV and then grab fast food for dinner while they argue about the latest thing the news media is fuming about, your mind will be filled and focused on unhealthy behavior that will not help you get any closer to your goals. But what if you spent your time surrounded by people who are excellent at hitting their goals, learning from them, having discussions on what you want to do with your life and how to make it happen? and seeing that other people out there have already done it. Now you're focused on the actual steps you can take to reach your goals, and you feel hopeful because you see that other people have pulled it off, and you can too. As Tony Robbins says, the only thing that will change your life, change your business, change your relationship, is that you must raise your standards. And number five, they are consistent. And this one's important because you can do all four of the other habits of highly successful people, but if you are not consistent, then none of them will matter. Who cares if you're proactive once, or you spend one day getting organized, or one day around healthy, successful people? Taking wise action once is not what counts. We're talking about habits here, and one of the cornerstones of habits is consistency. So whether big or small, it seems every single day these successful people are taking some kind of action that closes the gap between where they are today and where they want to be concerning hitting their goal. No time? There will be days like that. We are all human and life happens. But the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that the successful ones, as soon as they can, get back to it and they are hacking away at their goal. Great things take time and like a sculptor chipping away at a rock, sometimes it can be hard to see the end result, especially when you're first starting out. But if you keep showing up day after day, piece by piece, your goal will slowly but surely come into view and that chunk of rock you started with, it will have transformed into a masterpiece. So here's the big picture, whatever success looks like for you. Whatever goals you have and are working toward, it can be helpful to observe others who have set and achieved impressive goals and or goals that are similar to what you are trying to accomplish. For me, one of the big goals I've had for a long time is not only achieving, but maintaining financial freedom. And that's why many of the people I've based this episode on are high net worth individuals. They have successfully done what I'm trying to do. And regardless of whether the goals you have are primarily financially based or not, as I mentioned, having a solid financial strategy in place with multiple income sources and passive income that can further help you free up some time can be helpful. So if you are ready to build a solid financial strategy, it all begins with a financial dashboard more commonly known as a budget, because you cannot be strategic with your money until you first know exactly what is coming in and what is going out on an ongoing basis. Again, similar to your other goals, it is not a matter of creating a budget once. It's creating a budget that is consistent, organized, proactive, and one that has helped others successfully hit their goal of creating multiple sources of income. And you better believe I have the one for you. It is the template that I've used for more than 10 years, the one that I use with all my private wealth clients, and the one that's been foundational in the creation of a seven-figure net worth, multiple six-figures of passive income, and a five-figure debt payoff. After the initial setup, it's 90% rinse and repeat month after month, and the insight it provides you is insanely valuable. Consider it your North Star for making wise financial decisions and your treasure map that takes you from where you're at now to the exact life that you want. Plus, it comes with a mini training video to help you get up and running in no time. I'll drop the link to my all-time favorite financial tool, my repeatable financial dashboard, in the show notes for you at jessicatoller.com slash 040. I hope that you enjoyed this episode on five habits of highly successful people, and I hope you'll incorporate one or more of these valuable habits into your daily life moving forward. If you do, you will be amazed at all you can achieve. Thank you for joining me and until next time, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams.
1: Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatobuller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode, and if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.